0: This show is about spoilers and discussion. It's also about spooky things that are best enjoyed after you see the movie. So, any movie we talk about, we recommend you go see. You've been warned. Alright, you primitive screwheads, listen up!
1: What an excellent day for an There is no shortage of monsters to haunt our dreams.
0: Horror. You got red on you. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Alive. It's Hey
1: everybody and welcome to another episode of Oh The Horror, a podcast where we take a look at classic and modern horror films from an expert and newcomer's perspective. I'm the expert Rob Holmes. And I'm newcomer Steve Allman. And this week we are taking a look at Netflix's Velvet Buzzsaw, directed and written by Dan Gilroy. I don't like yeah. this movie. <laughs> Man. Flat out. <laughs> flat out man he does not like this yeah, movie uh I well just, to I don't.
0: <laughs> well to give you a little bit more pre- uh, pretext before i get my take in uh mm-hmm. dan gilroy uh the second time director uh and second time director of jake Gyllenhaal vehicle uh previously of nightcrawler which i really much uh quietly enjoyed he uh very much a tour de force performance from Gyllenhaal, and a uh, pretty taut and well uh, executed thriller, on uh, in my humble opinion. Um, and then now coming into uh, what was perceived to be the satirical horror genre under the guise of Netflix uh, to uh, kind of give take the art world to task in uh, in this movie, uh, where you know uh, our man, G- <laughs> our man Gyllenhaal stars as a, uh, a rather eccentric and over the top and hateable art critic. Uh, to discover that we've got some killer paintings on the loose, uh, and yeah. Rob, you really didn't like this movie. I All right, here's fo- here's I'm, <laughs> why don't you just yeah, go? tell me just tell go. me what tell me what you thought of the film. Tell me what you thought. I so I think we'll we'll kind of get into uh, we'll get into a greater debate about the issues of Netflix <laughs> and the things that you have to say about that. But I it's think, not uh, even
1: that man. There's so many issues with this film in general that go beyond even Netflix. When you look oh, yeah. at the film, it, it is. It is rife with issues. It is time jumps. There's random stuff that's going on that's never explained. Look, this trailer has told us it is going to be a film where the art of someone who has died has now coming alive. That is how it's presented to us. Instead, this guy dies. They find some paintings, and then if you've been near them or try to sell them, other art comes alive to kill you. Maybe-ish, but that doesn't Shit like that doesn't even happen until about 45 minutes into the movie. Everything from the trailer is seen. There's your reveal. It's like the happening trailer all over again. Shit's just not explained either. You know what I mean? I, it,
0: it is. It is more inferred. I think the movie that tries to, the hand that the movie tries to show is very much something that, uh, like the thing that it's trying to make fun of, becomes a victim to its own. Type of critique where where how's how's it making fun of
1: anything? It doesn't. I feel like I'm watching a really bad Ryan Murphy show. Like this is what it felt like. It felt like someone who doesn't know horror trying to say, "Hey, this is horror. See it. It's scary." No, it's not. It's not a horror. It's not a thriller. Don't bill it as a horror or a thriller. Bill it as a drama, and and take out that supernatural shit because it doesn't work.
0: Well, I so I I like I like to playfully disagree. Uh, With a few things, I think a number one, I think the cast is actually phenomenal. And I think that the (laughs) a lot of the people on screen, I I, I was I was recently hearing an opinion about this movie that I kind of very much agree with. It's that only very smart people can make a movie this dumb. And I kind of take that as a positive because, yes, this movie is dumb. And I think that it's supposed to be. A kind of dumb that is really supposed to provoke, <laughs> like something that the art world and community is like worth satirizing about. It, it, this, like, I, I find, I find myself enamored with the way that Jake Gyllenhaal just chooses scenery throughout this entire movie. I think the idea of this ensemble being a part of like trying to discover the mystery of these paintings, which again, I will say. Uh, a, a major sin that the movie commits is like, we don't really solve that mystery. It's more of just inferred that like these are, th- it's dangerous. So it makes you, tries to make you think about something that you don't need to think about that much. Um, but I, I, I'm i so enamored with the way that all of these characters, I think every actor inside of this movie was just directed to be like, just fuck it. You hate everybody that's, it, that's ever been in show business, ever been in art, everybody that's ever thought that their shit don't stink, be that person. And just go have fun with it. Because I think that that's what every single person in this movie did. And I loved it. I, I think See, that the... Mm, sorry, mm. continue. No, 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 no. I mean, oh, no, I no, no. I'll let you the, tap it. I,
1: I, mean, I thought the acting was mediocre at best. Uh, I didn't think that... And I get it's a satire. But, you know, if you're going to look at satirical horror, teeth is satirical horror. Holy crap is that satirical horror. Um, this is not you can try and say it is, and I understand that there is stuff about the art world. Great. There are films Which is that which is rife for satire, do. by the way. We and, like, it, I, it is, but I feel like this missed the mark because, you know, you have you have okay, beyond even some of the art stuff that's going on, they need to dig deeper into how they screw each other over in the art world. That's fine. Actually that story was more interesting in the beginning. Then, when she finds, literally, when she finds those paintings, this movie it takes a nosedive. This, so now, that, now
0: I'm, I'm actually interested. So you you, you it, think that the movie a, actually kind of went went south when we, they started to reveal this mystery about the paintings. You actually yeah, you actually like honestly it in the if. The, if
1: this movie were a drama like the rules or uh, like a dark comedy like the rules of attraction or something about the art world and about how it is cutthroat and art literally can be deadly where someone is murdering someone for art cool man i'm I'm down for that but this supernatural aspect did not work in it whatsoever because none of it's explained you see this dude's face as he appears randomly in god-awful cg Art comes alive. It just felt cheap, man. I mean, none of this felt original. I've seen this done in 80s movies, 90s movies. usually is just a side thing, not as a main part of a film. Like, this is some, like, Warlock the Armageddon bullshit. Like, turning someone into a vase, but turning someone into art or you know into a painting on a wall or uh you know that spray paint graffiti stuff and i'm like "Ooh, you're trapped great this is dumb i saw it in the trailer so i knew some shit was gonna happen to you right Uh,
0: um you mentioned an overall message of this movie and uh i i think that kind of gets into the like a bit more of a bigger picture thing come the end uh but i kind of do want to talk about this this movie is very much a movie of two halves one being the this first half of just like establishing this wacky world of all of these characters trying to uh, dick each other over because of the business of art and the commerce of it all, where they try to they try to act all informed and smart and using all these $10 words like every time I love the way that Jake Hall just like uses like <laughs> like he, he meets the girl after Pilates class he's like I love that sweater like uh, oak silk is such a great color on you like it, it's, yeah, this, no, it's, and it's I, just a I, color I that you've like never that. heard of before and like he's just like spouting off all these things and all of these characters are th- these blown up things that are given these really shitty scenarios And I'm really on board for the idea that their cynicism and the way that they dick each other over is the thing that makes this mystery kind of go out of control because it's spawned from just this discovery and then it turns into, okay, well, we've got to have this art. And then we've got to have, like, the rights to this artist and his story. And it's now a, a race between this one Friedrich asshole. I also love how despicable everybody's names are. Like, everybody has a shitty name. They're like,
1: really dumb names, like, too. Like, Coco Morph. and
0: Morph and Ro- it, like, yeah, And it's Morph
1: Vandewalt and like, Redora fucking, Hayes. Fucking it's great. What,
0: like, it's so John great.
1: John Dondon.
0: Yeah, John Don Don. Fucking, like, that's funny to me. Like, that's, of course, a guy in the art community would be John Don Don. This, to me, is
1: just a cheap attempt. Look, man, as a horror fan, this, to me, is a cheap attempt at someone trying to do horror. That's how I feel about Ryan Murphy doing horror. I feel it's a cheap attempt at someone who thinks he knows what horror is trying to do horror. Like, did you ever see Scream Queens? I tried. It's god-awful. Never watch it. This is what, uh, this kind of reminds me of that, except someone who had a budget and more talent when it comes to filmmaking.
0: I, I will say that you got to admit, this movie looks amazing.
1: If, uh, sometimes, anytime you get into the CG shit, anytime there's the supernatural stuff on screen, it goes to shit. It immediately goes to shit. This film actually had a lot going for it, it, it potentially. The title is I, I, fantastic. I try, I, I the, try- the use of the title is awful in this film. Like the use bu- of the Vel- title is awful. Velvet Buzzsaw sounds amazing. And then you hear it's part Renee Russo's band and you're like, What? And you see this tattoo on her like that's so weird. And then, spoiler alert, guys, by the end of it, she's sitting there. And it comes alive and drills through her neck in a really shitty CG looking thing. It's awful. It's awful. But watch it anyway if you want to see trash, you know? I mean, that's cool. That's-
0: <laughs> Okay, well, I'm gonna try to see if I can wring this rag of positivity just mm. a little bit out more before you keep trashing it. Uh, I, I, oh, no, will, no, no, no! Like, please try. I'm gonna, I, di- I'm, I'm gonna dip. I, we'll, I will sit back for a little bit. How about this? I'll I'll dip into your well <laughs> and tell you the things that like did not work still because I like, despite of all of the things that still go wrong in this movie, I feel like that something about the vibe of this thing just sat with me right because it's cynical and it's like it's toothy enough at the art world that I like uh, maybe I have a bit of a problem with <laughs> with the art world or the idea of commerce versus high art that I think this kind of put put to task in a way that I kind of dug but uh th- with the idea that you said about velvet buzzsaw and these little hints that of Renee Russo's character where like she's she's very much this cutthroat businessy lady that is really not taking any shit and really unfazed by the enormity of the problem that is like art is kind of wreaking havoc on. And Morph is just like kind of being more and more unhinged at the idea. And she's like, well well all all art is dangerous. And the movie presents uh Renee Russo's character to be to to know a bit more than what is actually going on. And uh, sh- her character is like this, this kind of like troubled past of like, oh, you were like a punk rocker in the eighties. And like, you had like a lot of a rebellious streak back then. And with the added mystery of what all of this was going on, I thought that maybe she had something to do with this like kind of like a cult thing. Like, it, like was she tied to this art? Was she... Did she have something to do with it? Because the like the they keep showing that tattoo. They keep showing the "No Death, No Art" 1983 kind of a thing. I'm like, oh, is this like a nice red herring? And then nothing comes through with that. That means really nothing. And and I was like, oh man, you could have had something really cool there. Like if she knew that all of these things were killing her, and like she was kind of like getting back at being misunderstood as an artist back then. I, I I'm trying to like sort of like. I, I'm trying to piece together the movie that isn't explaining or showing itself. The more and more it I goes mean,
1: on, there could have been the one thing that, when you're saying this, and I'm 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 liking where you're going with this because, what could have saved this film?
0: I mean, to, I I think to it, you well, I, I, here here's I here's mean, what I'll say. I'll, well, I I'll mean, fix- when
1: I say save, when I say save, I mean I mean the horror aspect of it of this like old man with the painting shit. Like, if you're going to have Renee Russo, what if she was the one who did these paintings or something? That was, and that, it was so like you're... her father or something was the one who had lived there, and he wanted them burned. Because when he died, he was like, I don't want this here. There's something wrong with it. Because she made some, you know, that whole, like, deal with the devil thing in order to get her to get famous. I can, okay, cool. Now we have something. Things are coming together. I, I can understand what's going on. This this is two completely different films trying to be stitched together, and it 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 mm, you just have to take out you have to take out this this villain type thing or whatever the hell it is. It doesn't work.
0: So here's what I'm here's what I uh, like here's my sort of moral that I kind of gathered from this movie. Uh, that I actually kind of that kind of resonated with me. So the and this is all pieced together by me that I kind of just I'm kind of throwing darts at a board here. Uh, I, like the reason that all these these paintings have been killing certain people and certain art has been killing certain people. Uh, it seems to be only the people that are shitheads <laughs> that are that are terrible people. When it profiting comes to off actually the art. sure. Yeah, property off I, the I, art and being like shitty about it. Like it sp- it spares John Malkovich. It spares uh Coco. Uh it's sp- it spares the um uh oh my god, what was his what was the other guy? The guy that made Sphere. Uh it spares him because like both of them are just like, nah, we're not gonna sign with you. Like, I'm gonna move back to Michigan. I'm kinda struggling, so I'm gonna just go back to my beach house and just figure my shit out. I'm not gonna worry about. Just selling shit. I'm not gonna worry about selling prints or a brand. Like they get away from that, and while the rest of the art community is just consumed, like even we have this ending scene of that homeless guy or maybe like just a street artist, like putting it up on the street fence, and like these this couple's just like, oh my god, I need to have that. How much? And it's and all like, I I don't know. It's, for- it's just. And, oh, I, I like, I, yeah. get, I get what the movie's trying to do, and, uh, like, I kind of want to get you to talk about why you actually... Like, why you're more mad at this movie than you normally would be, and it was because you we were kind of both sold a false bill of goods with this trailer that yeah, Netflix mean, dropped with it, because... That's
1: exactly what happened.
0: Yeah, and to be fair, I would agree with you. Like, I I thought that this was a very different movie having now seen it, and... Uh, that being said, I still had fun with it. I om- like n- n- having known what this movie was. We probably wouldn't have brought it forward to this show because these because the horror elements weren't e- exactly there. I will say, conceptually. <laughs> Uh, I really liked a couple of the, like, I guess, kill scenes. I love to like, I'm not, ton- I'm not talking about Tony Collette enough in this movie because I no. Think actually that honestly, the,
1: the only the, it, it. so it takes an hour and 15 minutes for the only really cool scene of this movie to happen. And there I was I was like okay cool this movie's ramping up. There was I had like glimmers of hope man because I'm like this is I'd a really slog like you to talk this about this
0: glimmers of hope because I'm very interested in t- telling you where, like I want to find out where this movie like brought your hopes up and then brought them down. Yeah. Okay.
1: So the Tony Collette scene. We see this in the trailer she reaches into the sphere and it grabs her arm type thing, you know? And you're like, okay, in the trailer, I'm hoping this is going to be cool. Man, no, it does more than that. It is like Phantasm. It's that moment in Phantasm where the ball goes into a person's head and blood goes everywhere, except it's her arm inside the ball, and blood is spraying out of all the rest of the holes. This, I'm like so hyped up at this moment. Oh, yeah, it was, it was, it was awesome. great. I loved it. She pulls away, the blood spraying out of her arm. You see this stump, she falls to the gr- ground, and then like... It kind of just fades away, and then you get that little morbid thing of people thinking it was an art installation and kind of moving around it. I feel like if they're going to go satirical with that, they needed to push it a little more. You know, go a little more, uh, like a little like darker. Ha-
0: have have like have another art critic being like, oh yes, I love the way that the blood splatters yeah. on the thing and the oh, da, da, da da No, even I, if I they do...
1: find out it's real bodies, you know, like it, it goes in depth. I want more of those moments, and I feel like a lot of it was. Uh, just people explaining stuff or explaining the gaps in time we did get a lot of gap time explanations right like when jake gyllenhaal is explaining uh to josephina that i've been seeing this stuff and all this we've only seen it happen with him really once and then he's explaining oh i think all this is going on i think something's wrong with the art and we got to do something I'm like, where the hell is this coming from? She's like, yeah, your reviews have slipped lately. It's not as good anymore. And what's going on with, uh, like, Ed? Oh, Ed and I aren't together anymore. Wait, what? Oh, man. There's a lot of stuff that you're just missing from this film where I would be more interested in seeing the relationships playing out, right? So they...
0: <clears throat> Because they're actually yes. like some pretty yes. interesting. And again, I think I think there's a great like sort of there's a fun scene where he where Jake Gyllenhaal just barges into her apartment. He's like, I need to see you right now. Like something's going wrong. Blah blah blah. And like just turns and like the, like her new yes. lover is just. And right I was there. like, that's that's and, great and moments. And he's like, you know, oh. like this, but it's
1: at the same time, the problem that I have with this film is that I've seen a lot of this stuff already in TV shows. These moments happen in films. These moments happen in shows all the time okay, you can put all that together if you have something that's gonna really get me as the hook as the twist and this didn't this just this this felt too generic for me and and the film to me almost felt like a uh this is 2019's Cloverfield paradox. Yeah. Wow. No, 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 no. Because here's I don't know the thing. About here's that. the thing. It's I don't Cloverfield know about that paradox. You think it's going to be something because it has an awesome name? Because you're like, ooh, Cloverfield. It's not Cloverfield. It's a totally different movie on its own. Taking out like the Cloverfield aspects, it's not a bad movie for what it is. It's actually like an interesting like thriller or an episode of of some sort of weird horror show. I could deal with that, okay? This is kind of the same thing. It has a really cool dramatic element to it. I actually like where it's going with its story aspect. The second you throw in this other horror stuff and try and brand it as a horror movie and call it Velvet Buzzsaw, to give it that hype behind it, really what it comes down to is this is just netflix once again saying hey guys we're gonna hype this movie so you'll watch it because it's free you know with your netflix subscription or you'll sign up for the free week or whatever just to watch it even if it sucks it doesn't matter because you've seen it and we'll say look how good we did on our first three days and how many people watched it and all these subscribers because you have you made a trailer for a movie this is your trailer netflix for your movie okay and it is misrepresenting the film completely you're doing this only to get people to watch your film just to get those ratings in just to say oh look how great we're doing investors please please everyone subscribe to netflix please put more money into it because we're putting in way too much creating mediocre content
0: and that's the and that's the kind of the rub that like i think is reflected in uh, a lot of the th- the things that we had kind of seen for from Netflix before, like with Bird Box as well, with all of the memes and all of the marketing that was around, with- and uh, to a lesser dude, extent, Apostle was way better but, than they made uh, it seem. We, that like
1: trailer didn't even make it seem like it was going to be. I know, though. right?
0: Like it looked very generic and, it's and actually not that great. It didn't yeah. look that great. Mm-hmm. No, it is. Um, I, I I think it's. A, I think that you are having an interesting uh, point with Netflix because it's. It, it is a. Uh, A problematic type of formula where, like, they want to get, okay, big trailer hits, lots of buzzword stuff, make sure that people actually see it, make sure people sign up for that subscription, get new accounts on the thing, da-da-da, and it doesn't matter how good the movie actually is because that actually doesn't matter because you've seen it already. We already have your money. You've been paying it for months. And you're going to keep paying it because you're going to see the office. Remote. Oh yeah, uh, and what you know, anyway. whatever else so is going to be I, on. It, and it,
1: here's the thing: I love the cast, and right. that's part of the problem too. Is that
0: the cast yeah. is so good? The cast mm. is stacked. I actually I know, love I John. Ever, and that's the thing. I think every like when he, when,
1: every person in this cast is good. In my opinion, every person yeah. is is solid. Which is crazy, well, because
0: you still don't like. Yeah, this no, movie. I would say
1: I would say everyone's and solid, it's, yeah.
0: and that's not a bad thing. Like, I, it's weird. Yeah, and it, like that's like that's such an interesting thing because it, it, you're like you're so disappointed in this movie because so many things were wrong and just enough things were right yeah. to make you even more bad. No, that's mad exactly that why. And better. I
1: just so the reason that I'm like so hot just from watching this is I just finished this film as we're. Talking about it. Like, I had finished it probably a half hour before we went into this. Mm-hmm. We started and I was recording very this episode. Yeah. Excited to see this film. So, it, you know, it was, it, it was. Same. And all I'll say is, you know, 2006 Black Christmas all over again. It was one of those moments to me. Um, except the story was actually, the non horror story was at least interesting um, enough for being a, a decent drama, you know, like a dark comedy.
0: And that's, and that's the thing. Cause I, I'm fascinated at the idea that like, you'd actually think that a movie would be better when it didn't have these elements that w- was being sold to us because those were the weakest parts. Those were the things that kind of sent the movie off the rails. And I, I, I might almost agree with you because to somebody else, like they're like, if we were to think of kills or if we were to think of, you know, just like solid, just schlocky horror value that we get out of this movie. Yeah, we get it's no very real blo-
1: The only, I mean, the it's, real it's big. It's really moment. not a lot. There's. It's the Tony Collette, Collette sphere is the big like thing, the and then the, the Rene Russo velvet buzzsaw going through her. I mean, that looked terrible. That was bad. It was just.
0: I'd. I was. I was actually a pretty big fan of uh, the. The hanging scene from that one w- that other gallery owner only because only because it was a very cool exercise. In I like liked, changing okay, I like the, the, the set. changing of like the set. Like when he came, like when it walked to the exhibit, and then the camera pans, and then it's a door, and then it pans again, and then it's a full room. That, that I was, was like oh, cool. this is. Cool. I didn't like the hand like I like just this.
1: grabbing and like pulling his scarf or whatever up around him, or his tie, whatever it was. I was just thinking of myself, it was a scarf. His
0: fucking scarf. It's 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 not a scarf. It's fucking his fucking scarf. scarf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
1: the whole. Yeah. <laughs> I liked how he looked post. Like the post mortem was cool on him. Like the the thing for you know his eyes. Yeah. And the, you know capillaries all burst.
0: That running joke of Coco constantly yeah. finding bodies. I mean, but then but then we're looking at <laughs> like, that's you know. Funny. Um,
1: Bryson, the guy who—that was one of the weird performances where he's like, "I'm more than just like a maintenance man." I guess he's like, "I'm an artist, and I've done this, and I sold something once, but look at me now." It's like, yeah, okay, cool. We've we've seen that. I mean, look at actors, like,
0: yeah, and then and everybody right. and just then, ignores him anyway.
1: And actually, I feel like they ignored his death too, because really, we didn't see anything. We see we see monkeys reach out of a painting and grab him. I would have and nothing.
0: I and that's and that. I would have, I would have loved to see like those monkeys just. I wanted to see him tear them apart, man, and just like,
1: yeah, that would have been cool, but we didn't get that because the monkeys look kind of cool, and I see we just see their arms come through, and I'm like, all right, cool, you guys are playing it a little safe. You're doing the CG thing, but you're
0: playing it safe. Don't show me the whole thing. I can handle that. The, the fucking, the, but, and it was so cool when he's just like, he's like pouring the water in his wounds and like there's the, the camera pans and then it tilts so that when you see, you can see the depth of the painting as well. Like it's like actually something in the foreground and background. I was like, whoa, this is cool. Like the movie looks so good. There's so many good technical aspects of this movie that are kind of incredible. Like the, the, like the, the big panoramic shots of Los Angeles the like the the incredible types of like media mixing that they do when it comes to like that like she's getting stuck in the graffiti gallery kind of thing, I, which I liked, which conceptually I liked I, mean, she's stuck I just in the, thought in the I just thing. thought the whole thing looked cheesy
1: um, once it started happening. this is a, this is the problem. It's someone trying to make a horror movie and, and just failing to make a horror movie.
0: Because they could have made a good not horror been, movie. This
1: could have been an amazing thriller. This actually could have been a really good horror horror movie. Had it actually had, you know, um, tension and um, scares. I mean, you see everything in the trailer. You already kind of know where this film's going. Once you realize that, oh, okay, this is a drama, like a, you know, a, a dramedy type thing and... and because I I just think this movie kind of plays out like, I and mean, I keep going back to like the rules of attraction and stuff like that. To me, it kind of plays like in a more adult version of that. You know what I mean? Except less satire because it doesn't even no, feel like sense. an American Psycho satire. I feel like there could have been. It just didn't go far enough on the satirical sense for it to call itself that, um, like a satirical horror. That just that sounds like. Um, Like they're just saying that, you know, like, uh, yeah, it's satirical horror. Is it, is it possible? Did you not know how to make a horror film?
0: I I think so. Again, it's, it's a very confusing thing because we're told that it's a horror film because of everything that like every marketing thing and every uh, bad thing that it is. And when uh, like, I I could, I I enjoyed this movie, but I could also agree that it ultimately was neither of the things that I actually wanted it to be. Yeah, no, I I get that. Well, I completely get that. We we're we're brainstorming we're brainstorming how we could either make this a very compelling like black comedy thriller, or we could we could go full tilt and we can like we, there is a great horror film in this movie somewhere.
1: Oh, there there is. It just needs the the whole the whole concept of that needs to change. I mean, you could make a very look when when you have Jake Gyllenhaal freaking out like that's a good performance. I really like what he's doing there, and I want to see. I want to see more of, because you see him and you're like, man, they talk about how he's in shape, but he's like this this art critic, but he's like... You know I'm I'm waiting for him to just go crazy and be some sort of crazy killer or something who's seeing this delusional stuff. I'm waiting for that moment and I kind of I, that's
0: or he's like slashing and burning a gallery just in the middle of the show. But I want to see him I want to see like, him actually. You know, I kind of want to
1: see him as like the killer, you know, or whatever or one of the killers. Like what if the art drove people crazy and they just started killing other people? You know, like I wanted more to it. But the fact that his paintings don't really do anything to people, it's they influence other art that exists because the paintings burn up and then that other painting was like inside that gas station that he saw and it's like it's everyone else's art it's not this guy's actual art doing this to people that that's a, a major issue for me
0: and and it's a well I, I don't know i wasn't really too concerned about the idea that it was other art i think it's just more of the idea of the commerce of it all, dictating, like, the scene of it all. I think, actually, I really enjoyed, (laughs) one of the coolest moments to me in this movie was when uh, John Malkovich's character, like, walks up to, like, seeing that first D's, and, like, he stares at it for a good long while. It's a very telling look, and he just, without even looking, just reaches on, like, to the cocktail waitress, pulls up, like, a glass of whiskey, downs it, and then walks away like and and like his character doesn't drink and like he just he just took that drink, walks away and like he does he, and he paints nothing after that. Like he's like he like watching seeing that painting like just fucked him up and he can't paint anything anymore. And now he's just like worried about money and he's just like this is fucked up. I can't be doing this anymore. I saw this amazing compelling haunting thing and I'm fucked off with it and I can't do it anymore. And in a in a weird like turn Renee Russo's just like go to my beach house, just figure your shit out because you're too good and I don't want you losing your flair, and that's like a weird, right. amazing, I, earnest moment that like there's too many. This great, this, like, this is where this is where this film could be great this.
1: because if you went with all right, how does art influence you, right? If you want to go off the satirical sense of like and make that to be the film and do that as a horror, I I can work with that because. It influence influenced this one guy to drink to maybe go back to his art. It could re- influence Rene Russo to go and like get rid of all of her stuff and go to this beach, beach house. Um, it could influence Jake Gyllenhaal to you know start murdering people or whatever. It could influence somebody else to do that as well. It could influence people to act out on like base or true desires, stuff like that. Like art is an influence, but instead you have some malevolent force thing that just it just felt forced, man. It just felt pushed into this film. In order to to say it's a horror
0: film, we we are hitting in the nail on the head about something where, the, like it, it very much is a movie of two halves, and it's it's a movie of two movies. At one point, it wants to be this kind of biting black comedy, and then literally the other half at the other turn, it wants to be this horror film. I can still concede that it doesn't it doesn't stick the landing on either, and I still had a no I still had a good time with it. Because to me, like there were too many good elements, maybe just not cohesively, that I can say made a good whole, but there are too many good parts that I, I can't I can't not I can't not say that it's not worth your time because there are too many fun, like just nuggets of things that I really, really liked. Not as a whole, Here's, but I mean in I can
1: I can say that. If you're if you're a huge horror fan and you're expecting a gore fest, don't see this movie. Walk away. Walk away immediately. Um, if you if you're expecting it to be the trailer, nah, don't watch it because you've already seen the film. Well, at least the good parts. Um, well, you know what at least happens to all the characters. Now, <clears throat> if you if you just like dramas or art films or Jake Gyllenhaal or don't care is much about the horror stuff, and are just like I don't care. Oh, it's there. Whatever.
0: Fine, watch this movie. Great. Might be for you. But And that's fine. And you, you like it, I'm not trying to suss out a recommendation from you. I'm just saying that like I I can still No,
1: no. I mean, no. This is this is how I'd explain it to somebody. If you if you don't really if you're like, "Ah, eh, horror's okay. I don't really like it, but I, I mean, I'd watch it, but I'm really into more of you know, uh you know, just a a decent drama or dark comedy. Fine watch this film i I mean there's there's cool moments i I like the robot elements to it and i thought they could have gone further with a lot of this art coming alive type stuff man you really could have gone i mean this really could have like worked if you would trap them in it could you imagine if this were like night at the night at the museum except a horror film where all the art exhibits come to life and start murdering everybody see this and velvet buzzsaw see What if she had a guitar that was called the Velvet Buzzsaw? You know, if she's a rocker, and it's like this saw guitar, because that's what I swear I thought I saw outside. She had that little, like, uh, harp thing or whatever that was outside her guitar. You know, the thing. And and I saw the thing on the side, and I was like, is that a blade? And I'm like, nope, it's not a saw blade. Damn it, this isn't going to come into play in the film.
0: Or maybe just call it Velvet Buzzsaw because it's an awesome fucking name and have nothing to do with that wordage in the movie because that's just a great name. Like, like Sucker Punch is a cool name for a movie. That movie's shit, but Sucker Punch is a cool name for a movie.
1: <laughs> but you know, Velvet Buzzsaw—that's the thing. That's why I feel like it was thrown in for this. And plus, when you look at the poster, it's got Velvet Buzzsaw and it's blood just dripping down, you know, uh, the mirror. I expected a gore fest, man, and that's what I wanted. It's art, so it's like, cool, blood is the medium. We'll splatter things on the wall. We'll do this. And instead, we get this weird story of this uh, guy who murdered people and then went to jail and then um, painted with his own, uh, maybe not his own, uh, blood. And, to know, it was his own tissue and uh, other stuff. And it's like, okay, that's its own cool story that I feel like works more as a, Like, uh, how to track down a serial killer. But this, it just didn't, it didn't all come together as a cohesive whole. Really, yeah.
0: I, and I, I think, I think that's kind of where I would, like, lay my hands on the table and be like, I think the biggest sin that this movie commits is the fact that it never achieves anything about what it wants to be. And... It's it's still, it, it, it like, I can easily see people getting frustrating, frustrated with it. Only because it's just like, fucking stick the landing on something.
1: Even Jake Gyllenhaal, he goes to the gym all the time. You see him going to the gym in this movie all the time. And you know what? That android thing or robot just pushes him right up against the wall and or into the fence and then just pushes his neck and you hear a snap. And you're like, what? That's it? I'm like, this jack dude can't, like... No, he could totally fight off that dumb robot. That thing wasn't strong. That thing had crutches. Man, it had crutches. He easily could have defeated that. He got bullied by a robot with crutches.
0: We needed a display of strength of him like crushing a like a, one of those steel uh, storage spaces.
1: Then I'd be like, "Oh shit." I'd be like, "We are having I'd be like, "This could be cool now." Is it gonna chase them around for a while? Is it gonna kill a couple of people? They destroy that. Oh, what else is gonna come alive? Is that sphere thing gonna start floating and just mauling people to death? You know, sucking people in. I could totally deal with that. That'd be cool. Better than better than what we better than what I I I saw in this film
0: anyway i i th- i think that i can uh, i was afraid that we'd be having just more of a shouting match as to what like i hated this no i had, i like this but i'm actually kind of interested like i'm happy that we almost kind of came to a a good medium here of like we there are some there are some great things about this movie there are some like things that are also frustratingly incohesive about this movie and i think i just liked it a lot more <laughs> like i just i just had a better time uh even th- despite of all of its flaws which i do acknowledge um I just yeah I th- I think that it, like there is a chance that you could get something out of this. Uh it will not be what at all what you expect. I can guarantee you that. It it will almost not be what you want. But you like I found some very good things to enjoy here um but I could also see that it's not for everybody. And uh that's kind of the rough patch that we <laughs> that we leave this movie in. We wish we we both wish it could have been more, um, but I'm just I'm okay with what it was. That uh, thankfully would do it for us uh, this week. What do we have coming up next? Uh, time?
1: Well, I was thinking we could take a look at a little movie called The Evil Dead, directed by Sam Raimi, Hey-o! Uh, and starring the legendary Bruce Campbell, the
0: chin himself. Oh uh, man, I I don't, honestly I don't I think I've only maybe seen Evil Dead. I think once in my life and i was too young to even know what was happening with it i've seen evil dead 2 tons of times i don't think i think i've only seen evil dead one like maybe once so i'm looking forward to like actually like taking it's, a good eye to this
1: it's a crazy indie movie man what they pulled off it's a lot and a lot of people uh, i mean a lot of people prefer two to the original sure okay but but this is a good one to see but oh, yeah, yeah that for sure
0: i'm, I'm very yeah, much looking absolutely forward to
1: it. that'll but that'll do it uh, for us this week on O oh, The Horror. You can find us at uh, ohthehorrorcast.com, anywhere that you download your podcasts, uh, and, you know, most forms of social media.
0: <laughs> yes, and that is my cue. Oh, just, <laughs> um, yeah. But again, uh, thank you guys <laughs> so much for sticking around and uh, listening to us. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. Look at me, Jamie!
1: It is time to keep your appointment with the Wicca Man. Horror. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here.